0: Hello, buddy. It's me, Ross, and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, where town fans have their say on all things going on at Portman Road. Well, the season is up and running. Fans are back in the ground. We've seen a draw against Morecambe, and we're out of the Carabao Cup, who's in against Newport. But still exciting times at the club. Busy week, four new signings, and um, well, burning away on the weekend. I'm joined by four fine gentlemen as we discover and talk about. The more can draw and all the other bits and bobs. Uh, Finn Downs has finally departed and also squad numbers are out. That came very much under the radar. Um, of course, the signings happened on Friday night and then squad numbers just got, yeah, here we go. And uh, Ed Sheeran's got a squad number. I won't say any more on that because um, I'm not a fan. But um, I'm joined today by Matt, a.k.a. Bono, a.k.a. Vue from the U2, a.k.a. my partner in crime pre-match on Saturday, just gone it was great to spend my company with him. We're also joined by Harvey, the sweet Welsh prince, friend of the show. We're also joined by Liam, AK Liam from Crew. And finally joined by good old Ben Diaf, Ben Def. Uh, if you want to say that, if you don't want to include the, the little line, I don't know what you call that. What do you call that? Gosh, ben? That's the thing. That's the thing. As you know, I'm not the brightest of them all. But um, I'm excited for this pod. Um, I cannot wait. Let's get right into it then. Bono, welcome back to the show. How are you? And thank you very much for your company um, for the Morecambe game.
1: Well, hi, everybody. Yes, it's great to be back. And wasn't Saturday a fantastic day? I am. I am well. I am well. I'm optimistic and I am pumped for um, for most things, actually. For most things. I'm good. I'm glad to be here top man and uh, we'll get into
0: Morecambe and also our pre-match uh, shenanigans I'm sure um from the peep behind the curtain sort of thing it's it's gold it's comedy gold because um, yeah, we'll get into that anyway but um up next we've got Harvey the Sweet Riles Prince himself um who is very excited for this Saturday because he's going to be at a town game Burton with his good old dad Terry I cannot wait to see him but Harvey how are you doing my friend
2: I'm I'm buzzing Ross. I really am. I'm uh I'm all good. We're we're nearly at the end of the week, so that's a good thing. We're getting closer to another game, which I'm just so excited for. I don't remember a time in the last few years where I've been excited for uh for, for town games, especially under the last manager who will remain nameless. Um but yeah, I'm 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 all good. I'm uh pleased to be back. It's been a while, so uh, yeah. Good to good to get chatting with you all again.
0: And as you said, uh, when the fan social is out, you know it's the weekend because it's Friday and it's closed out on Friday. So it gets you ready for your weekend, the fan social. And um, Liam from Crew is here. Liam, how you doing, my friend? Um, You were very much bright on Saturday, just gone with the (laughs) new away, um, the third goalkeeping kit. But um, how good was it to be back at Portland Road on Saturday? Uh, Immense. Uh,
3: It's just great to be back at live football. Um, I had a little bit of that in the Euros in the summer, um, but it's just great to be back now with the the live football. Um, most of my mates uh, said that I looked like a salmon on on Saturday with that pink shirt in around loads of blue shirts. so I may have to resort back to the blue shirt from last year at Portman Road games now. But um, it was just it was just fantastic to have the whole routine back, just the whole day. I mean, it, it's. Obviously, we go for the football, but the whole day of going to the pub, meeting up with mates and stuff, and this is the first time. I would have seen some people in in eighteen months, uh, so it was uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty uh, really really emotional day in some ways, but it was just fantastic to be back.
0: It was indeed. And um, yeah, just goosebumps when the players came out, when Paul Cook came out and clapped all the fans. That's the first time Paul Cook was able to actually appreciate the fans in the ground. I know we had the preseason friendlies, but this was 21,000 fans in the stadium. And Ben, um, it was a draw The kick off the season, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, fans are back in the ground. And how are you, my friend? Welcome back to the show.
4: Yeah, thanks, Ross. Good to see everybody. Um, good to be back. Uh, and I mean that on the podcast, but also good to see town back on the pitch uh i think it's a bit of a free hit saturday no matter i'm glad we didn't lose obviously but the fact we've got a draw um but it, the main thing was to see fans back on the ground fantastic reception for cook and the players and the positivity as uh my fellow pod uh members have just been going on about there is is flowing let's keep it going delighted to be here delighted to see the team playing delighted that we're another step back to normality it's all uh all good news thank you mate
0: yes mate and uh let's talk about the Morecambe game then um it's been covered by the main part has been covered by everybody, you know, every outlet you can think of, but it's always good to still cover all bases. And uh, Matt, 2 uh, 2 against Morecambe. Uh, Morecambe took the lead. Cole Stockton with a good finish, to be fair. Well played. Um, then Scott Fraser equalised, um, and then you know the rest. But um, what's your main takeaways from the game? Of course, it was fantastic to be back in the grounds. Um, you were made famous for the McCauley Bond um, late equaliser, a dream debut for him. And um, if you look, At the um, highlights and the uh, corner of it, you see a good old Matt Bono, uh, yeah, slipping a little bit there. But what was your main takeaways from the game?
1: Yeah, thanks for that, Ross. Um, Absolutely electric atmosphere at Fortress Portman Road. Um, Very, very changeable weather, as we found out (laughs) before the game. In the fan zone, we had pretty much all four seasons worth of um, conditions in the space of about 20 minutes. Um, between about one and one and twenty past one, but it was just yeah we've we've all gone to some games we've all gone to pre-season. some of us went to the couple of games at the end of last year, but it was just there's I'm hard pressed to find like an eloquent way of just saying how how bloody good um it it was to be back and to see people. Um, to nearly fall on the pitch, it was you know, and receive a lifetime ban. It was absolutely brilliant. But I I think this is, you know, I've I've been a Town fan for a while, uh, more than some, a lot less than others. But you know, it's just the excitement that's just been building the last the last few months. Seeing these new signings, um, you know, it's like a real life football manager game, as, as I think we mentioned before. But We'll, we'll we'll cut to the chase it was it was a decent game it was a really really decent game of football um you know we've not played Morecambe for a while it's their it was their first trip to portman road in a in in what i think ever ever i or, think
0: 2001 or... in the fa cup they, they came yeah yeah, yeah
1: a long time ago yeah um they were in they were in good voice um i think 300 of them um, came down or something like that and we, all of these new signings are, are, are upgrades. There's no—I I don't think you can look at it any other way. The the, the technique, the the, the pace—they um, did look like a team of people that have really only been training. Some of them for a matter of days, the rest for 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 a month and a half. Um, and, and and it will come. It will come. You know, I, you know, Paul Cook has mentioned that you know one of his main responsibilities and one that he takes quite seriously is managing people's expectations. So whilst we all don't want to be in League One and we all want to get promoted and hundred points, hundred goals, that kind of nonsense. You know, it's it it's gonna to be tough. And molding these fantastic players um together in, in into a team is is gonna be some task, um, which is why I've said a few times, let's let's judge let's judge things at Christmas time. Um, you know, we you know, a third of a way into the season, but Saturday was just just absolutely banging! What, what was what wasn't it? Last minute, last minute equaliser. Um, just um, it's a shame that Toto got injured, wasn't it? Yeah. What a boy! He was having a he was having a, a decent game. Was was Aristote? But um, yeah, I'm really really impressed with, with 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 all the new guys. They will they will come into their own definitely. Lee Evans, bit of a. It wasn't a fist pump. It was more of a more of a. Well, I guess it was technically a fist pump, wasn't it? But yeah, we—I uh, <laughs> think some members of the pub don't want to be reminded of fist pumps by captains, do they? But um, yeah, it was. Um, I won't ramble anymore. It was just—it was just bloody great, wasn't it? it was just great. Get me, get me back there. I can't get a Burton, you bastards. But there you go.
0: I want to I want say a big thanks as well. People behind the curtain sort of thing, pre-match. Um, Matt, both of you and me are in the fan zone. I, I was getting you to hold my camera, uh, not holding anything else. Dirty not dirty mind, don't you mind. Um, but, uh, you know, in all weathers, I did. I won't say how many intros I did. I probably did about 10 or 20 takes. Um, but then also we did it in all weathers. And I decided, no, want to redo that, redo that. But thank you very much for that. I'm sorry that I didn't buy your point, but you'll get a point at some point. Next time. Um, next time, my friend. Um, MK Don's. Bring it on. Um, I'm going to skip to Harvey uh, um, before I go to Liam. I want to go to Liam first because he, he was at the game at Porton Road. So, Harvey, I'll come to you in a second. But, Liam, um, how was it being back at Porton Road? You said 18 months, um, seeing old faces again for the first time in that that long. Um, it was a draw, but it's not always about the results sometimes. It's about being back on the ground. But what's your main takeaways from the game?
3: Well, I, I have to echo what Matt said um, because obviously me and you, both uh, live in Kesgrave, so we both came in together, and we both had to hide onto a tree um, to get away from the really heavy stuff before we even got into town. And then it suddenly went sunny, and then it rained again, and then the sun came out, and then it did this all the way through the game. And even at one stage, it was sunny and raining, so it was it was a bit of a, a mixed bag with the weather, but... Um, The overall day was just fantastic. A lot of people have been building up to to this um, for quite a while. Um, The start of a new season and of course the excitement now around a new era and a new team. And look, I think it's a bit bittersweet. I think we people... I expected us to win the game. I I said 2-0. I didn't think Morecambe... um, Morecambe... I didn't think Morecambe would score actually. But Credit to them, they actually, they they came and in some ways I think for them it was probably the best time to play town um, because for them town is one of the big attractions, isn't it? It's one of the big grounds they're going to go to this season. And I think as as soon as we start getting into the crunch periods of the season towards the winter, into the winter and then beyond uh, into next year, um, you're going to start seeing where the league table is, is going to be and where teams are going to start settling into. And I think you're going to find Morecambe will probably be in that uh, relegation battle at the bottom um, just for the size of club, and it's their first season at this level. Um, but to be at Portman Road on the opening day, they, they probably fancied their chances more than they probably would if they played town in two or three months. And I think that's exactly how it played out. They they played fairly well. They took their chances when they came. A little bit of help from town with two goals. Wasn't uh, particularly great defending on either. Um, the second one, especially, uh, Wolfenden just has to absolutely smash that into the stand. Um, but I think the thing for town fans is you can see that there is a much better team there. And when the cohesion comes, it will be much better and we will enjoy watching the team. Um, And I think that's the main takeaway. I mean, a draw is, in a way, the last-minute goal is a good result. It's a a good result. I mean, we were looking like we were going to lose and that last 10 minutes, we didn't really create a lot. didn't look like we were massively banging on the door Um, and it looked like Morecambe might get away with a a really good three points on the opening day and we get the equaliser. So, in the scheme of things, it might be a good point. It may be too dropped, but it's far, far too early to tell. And I think, really, um, it's more about, as you said, as being able to go back to live football, having the crowds back. And and look, the team is still evolving. There, there are still some signings still to come. Hopefully, at the back, <laughs> um, and um, and we still got a few weeks yet at the window. So we're not going to have everything settled until probably the start of September when that window shuts. Um, And then that's when the real real work starts from then, when the team can't be changed anymore. But, I mean, I was encouraged. Um, Could have created a bit more, but I think we can see that sparks are there and it just needs that full full connection of the entire team and once once they get all that cohesion um, I think uh, we're in for a pretty exciting season
0: We well, yeah, indeed and of course Desmond always a good scoreline 2-2 two, two. Um, James James um, Farving the man who um, is part of the Kings of Anglia posse him he predicted that right so he got four points maximum points in the prediction league so great start for him a lot of us were joking and laughing what are you, what are you on James 2-2 two, two, draw what are we talking about? But uh, he was right. <laughs> there we go. Um, Harvey, um, what's your takeaways? Macaulay Bonnet, what a dream debut. Charty boy, just like me, my boy. Um, a dream that all of us have is to walk on that Portland Road pitch and score a goal, a late equaliser to to survive us not losing against Morkham. That would have been uh, not a good start. But, um, you know, what's the main takeaways for yourself?
2: Yeah, I, I usually, um, I have to be honest, I usually hate Players kissing the badge—it really cringes me and goes through me. But watching him do that in the, in the, you know, in the last minute, the club he was released by at 14, you know, it, you, you couldn't not, you couldn't not love it. Um, the main takeaway, to be honest, it was just amazing to see fans back. I watched Stu's video um, before the before kick off, and it really did give you give you goosebumps. Um, I've actually said this, but I was very very close to going. And I was I kind of like half jokingly mentioned it to uh, to my other half while we were sat here like oh should I get the train down tomorrow? And then all of a sudden it gone from like a joke to genuinely looking on train line and looking how I could do it. Um, but I decided against it in the end. I was I wouldn't have got home until about well I until quarter to twelve the day before, and then about two o'clock in the morning the day after. And I thought I'm off to Burton next week, so I'll uh, I'll. Give it a miss, but it was very, very tempting. Um, yeah, it was just—it was great. A, a decent, a decent point in the grand scheme of things. A team that has never played with each other before. Um, you know, a, a whole new team of faces. I thought it sounded like there was some really good partnerships being developed. Evans and, and Harker, in particular. I think once they get in their groove, they're not even—I don't think 20% of, of what they what they will be. Um, you know, come kind of Christmas time, once they get in the groove, I think they'll be unplayable in this league. Um, so yeah it was it was a decent result all, all being told. It was disappointing to to go two one down. Clearly there's some there's some issues we need sorting out in defence. We need to centre back desperately. Um, Wolfenden for me is just not he needs to kick up the arse basically. I know he's said this for about two or three years and I know it's very early on in the season but he's such a good player but he just he's far too casual for me. Um, but anyway, I won't harp on about Wolverhampton. Um yeah, it was it was great to have fans back, twenty-one thousand there. Uh you know, an amazing stadium, the atmosphere was incredible. Football is absolutely zilch without its fans. It's 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 pointless. It really, really is. So it's it's great to see so many back, so many season tickets sold. Um and yeah, hopefully it's it's on the way up from here and uh, we can celebrate plenty more goals together and celebrate plenty more last-minute winners, hopefully.
0: Yes, that is the goal. And um, over to you then, Ben, uh, final notes on the game. Um, as I said, there was goals in the game, so that's a, a good positive note. Um, I know you weren't there yourself, unfortunately, but um, from a person who was maybe covering, you know, seeing it from Twitter and all that sort of stuff and seeing different videos and seeing... Just a great atmosphere there. What, what what have you um what have you missed the most about going to games? And um, a two-two draw against Morecambe is probably not the way we want to start the season. But the positive note is fans are back. Uh, you know, football around the country was it was just beaming. I'm sure there are loads of different fans on all the trains across the country going to the games. Full houses everywhere. It was just brilliant.
4: Yeah, absolutely brilliant, Ross. As um, the lad said about seeing the fans back, um, <clears throat> Macaulay Burn a fantastic equaliser at the end for us. Great story, you know the child comes back, um, the charge boy comes back to uh, obviously make a mark when he'd been released when he was a teenager. It was all fantastic to follow. Well, I followed it on Twitter. I was actually on a stag doing Liverpool, so I sort of. Around kickoff time, I was still feeling a little bit worse for wear. By five o'clock, I was starting to feel back back on the wagon um, and celebrating the equaliser. Um, but it was it was brilliant just to see all the videos, see all the positivity. Um, it's just it's just great to have our club again. Just I can't speak highly enough about what Cook and Ashton have done for us. Um, and it's sort of just very not even a chapter. The first sort of few paragraphs in what is going to be uh, you know hopefully a really long and successful story for us. So. A point, you know, I'll take, take, being 2-1 down, going into injury time, you've got to take a point. Um, again, like the lad said, uh, from everything I've read, all the match reports, all the highlights, really some good partnerships. We scored a fantastic first goal, you know, a brilliant move. I haven't seen a score a goal like that for actually a long, long time, just the way that we passed the ball. You know, slick movement throughout the midfield, into the area, lovely one-two between... Um, Obviously finishing off with, with Fraser, but then Chaplin as well, um, playing a part in that. It, it was just good good goals, you know, mixed it up, Norwood with his flick and, and Bone with the header. Um, I'm, I'm really positive for the, for the weeks moving forward, but not unrealistic knowing that it's going to take a few weeks for everything to come together. But uh, the, ma- the main point from last Saturday, Ross, was, as you said, people like yourself back in the ground, videoing the fans, interviewing Bono, we can see all that content. It's absolutely um, excellent for the community as a whole. Um, You know, hopefully more money coming into all the surrounding pubs, all the caterers, everybody around Suffolk must be delighted.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. And now big takeaway for all the towns and cities having all those people um, back in the grounds, going to the pubs, going to the restaurants, even going in the hotels. I'm sure people did the, the night over, stay overs and stuff like that. I'm sure Harvey's going to do that at one point. Um, but let's move on to Tuesday, uh, just gone. Uh, Carabao Cup, first round, Newport t- County, we're in town. Um, I love their stadium name, Rodney Parade, which is great. Uh, thankfully, we didn't need to go to Newport, but uh, Newport came to us and uh, they won. Uh, Tony Abraham's brother Timmy uh, got the goal, uh, the only goal of the game. And uh, Matt, you were there, my friend. Um, I was, The only man yes. in this pod were there. And we're out of the Carabao Cup early doors as normal. That is a normal town thing. We thought as a new dawn, we may have a, n- a nice little cut run, but we're out. Um, the question to everyone at one stage well, do you care about the cup? But um, Matt, what, what's the takeaways from that game? And there's a few, a few changes, I have to say um Cameron Humphreys was the standout I hear um as another young player but uh McCauley bond started but uh yeah and uh we won't talk much about Sonny or Luco's Luko's debut apparently he was very much uh, off it a little bit but take
1: it away my friend so yeah Tuesday night um I joined six and a half thousand people at Fortress Portman Rose they, they closed half the ground so I didn't get to sit in my uh, beloved little um corner in the U2 so I sat up in the God's of the uh of the y block of the um i think we're calling it west stand at the moment um until nigel havers or somebody like that sponsors it so um yeah went up there um i actually I uh, because i work in london i've got the train home and there's a load of newport fans on there and i'm a sucker for a welsh accent harvey how you doing and um yeah spoke to some newport fans spoke to um spoke to um um, some of them and they were really really looking forward to it and um yeah, it was fantastic um sat in front of John McGreal um right near Kieran Dyer and Paul Goddard and um Millie was there watching uh, matey boy on loan from Aston Villa, and of course right in front of the media desk so um got to meet and say hello to um, Stu and andy from from the main pod, but anyway, as per usual, I'm digressing yeah ten changes um I, I mainly went. Uh, not only because the tickets were were 10 pounds plus the 1 pound fee seat geek fee but um i wanted to see the new signings um and i wanted to see some young players um see how far they they progressed but you know what it was one of those days wasn't it you know we had 69% um possession 26 shots i think if we were still playing now we'd still be we still wouldn't have scored um am i that bothered part of me yes 'cause I want a cup run and it's still embarrassing. It's it's embarrassing when you work with non-football people as as I do. And you know, they expect you to come in the next morning and be crowing about winning a, a game and they're like, oh, you lost to Newport. Who are they? type thing. Um but also part of me thinks let's keep the powder dry. We we do need to concentrate on the league. Um and that's where it's at for me. But you know what? It was it was actually a really, really decent game. There were some lovely little partnerships going on. Um, I think we mentioned Wolfenden earlier being a bit too laxadaisical and again just it's like wake up man, you've got the you, you've got the talent, you need the kind of application. Holy and goal look decent. Um Janoy Danassian, he's he's not a Paul Cook right back, he's a he's a full back, he's not a flying um kind of wing back like my boy KVY is. Um uh, Matey Boy, I've forgotten his name from the youth team on uh, left back was was great undaba i feel undaba is not ready for first team football he needs to go out on loan to somebody like stevenage or somebody like that uh, but in the middle uh, most kind of impressive for me um el Mazzuni. he mm. he's actually he looks like a bit of a leader on the pitch he was you could hear him from where i was up in the gods talking and shouting and pointing and giving instructions to kind of more um, more more senior people cameron Humphreys again he looked quite um impressive uh, wide you had our little Al- albanian um kind of i don't know what we're going to call him i don't want to call him like a little playmaker because i don't know where his best position is i don't think he does either um once he learns to release the ball um he's going to be an absolutely top class player that, that that can go all the way if if he wants to his temperament is um is really really good now he was he was being kicked kicked up in the air by a lot of the um by a lot of the Newport players i think last season season before he would have he would have reacted and, and got into a got into a bit of a, a melee um sonny luco yeah kind of rustier than an old bolt really wasn't he but he, he he got into the game but he tired very very quickly which is why um he was a withdrawn um kind of 10 minutes into the second half um Lou, louis barry looks Looks an absolute baller, just effortless skill. His vision, you know, part part of the reason why I also sat kind of in a different place is you know you're able to see more passages of play, and you know there was a few non look passes. You could see that he kind of a little bit like Evans and Harper, they're kind of thinking two or three steps ahead, whereas we we haven't really seen that as town fans uh, for a couple of years. And Bonds getting there as well. He he actually had a decent game, um and obviously we we saw the changes. Um, absolutely. I'm so gutted for Norwood. Um, he's worked really hard both on his character, his temperament and his fitness. Um, and I think he he went up, he's so good in the air as we saw on Saturday, but he he went up um, for an header and I think he landed uh, quite badly on his ankle. What, what I don't think helps modern players is these ridiculous kind of boots made out of whatever, like they look like wetsuits, don't they? There's, there's no like body or fiber to them it's, so get some Coppa Mundials or some Umbro Especiale and you know I, I think ankle injuries and foot injuries may become kind of dormant again but yeah it was it was great and and I, I was actually surprised the crowd was that low I saw a, a League Cup game against Yeovil a few years ago I think in the Mick the, the uh I know I can't say his name normally the Mick McCarthy era and I think that was 6,000
2: there was, so, there was
1: a lot of noise coming from the north stand um and it was it was great but you know what we can let's concentrate on on uh on efl league one and um yeah plenty of positives though let's 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 not flounce let's not flounce let's let's calm. Tra- tranquilo tranquilo let's be calm you know yeah
0: Well, um, because, yeah, that was the big talking point on on Twitter and everything after the game about, you know, a lot of frustrations from fans and uh, already thinking, oh, God, it's gone to shit already. But um, the League Cup is something that we're we're known about getting knocked out early doors by lower league opposition. Um, Got a nice little stat here. Northampton in 2011, Carlisle in 2012, Stevenage in 2013, Crawley in 2014, Stevenage again in 2016, Exeter in 2018, for examples. And then, of course, we haven't, really done that well i think we've only won four games across 11 seasons in the competition and the question to pretty much harvey liam and ben and i'll let you get involved as well matt you know do you care about the league cup and you know the focus of course is to getting out of league one um but also it's nice to have a little cup runs here and there you know I think when we when we actually won a cup game um i think it was when we played may United once you know we got an opportunity to play to go to old trafford although mitt mccarthy played Peter Malarczyk and Larson Torre and many other players in that game. But, um, Harvey, over to you. Um, Should we care that we're out of the League Cup? or Is it this, as Paul Cook said, it's about the League this year? That is the main focus. But also, it's nice to not lose against lower league opposition. But over to you.
2: Yeah, of course it is. You want want to win every game. That's such a boring cliche, but it's true. Um, Personally, I, I... Honestly, honestly wasn't bothered at all. Um I was more interested to see the lineup beforehand and I was more interested to see how those partnerships have developed. It's really interesting to listen to Martin and, and who's obviously at, at the game and listen to how you know are some decent performances out there. Barry sounds like a, such an exciting player. Um in terms of the result itself, honestly I, I really, really wasn't bothered by it. Um we've got far more important things to think about this season arguably the hardest League One I can remember for, for teams to get out of. Um, so, in my view, we need all our eggs in, firmly in, in the League One basket. Um, you know, nice FA Cup run or, I'm going to call it Johnson's Paints, it's a Papa John's now, isn't it? Um, you know, a bit of added income. I don't think uh, the income for Carabao Cup is, is any good, really. I think if you... Go a few rounds in the FA Cup is, is is quite quite significant a little bit so especially for a League One club so that'd be nice but again not overly bothered I'm just focused on the league I really really am it's it's so important for me that we get out this season because it's so easy to get stuck in a rut you look know, at Sunderland I think they're in their fourth fourth year in League One is it it's such a massive club um, so yeah it's 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 all about the league for me. Um, Michael Flynn's done a brilliant job at Newport, so I didn't expect to have an easy game. They've got a really good cup record against against uh, teams from, from the higher higher league, so it was never going to be an easy game. It especially wasn't with um, you know the, the lineup we put out, ten changes. Uh, it was interesting because I actually tweeted a few days earlier saying that we needed two midfielders because for me um, Almazuni is is either a number ten or or nothing essentially, but the fact he played a little bit deeper um, and was able to dictate the ball a bit more was, was really interesting because I didn't see him as that player at all, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't really see him as a, as a number eight who could kind of grab the game by the stretch of the net. So it was interesting to see to see all these partnerships. Bailey-Clements looked like he had a really good game at left-back. Um, so yeah, that, that's what it was all about for me, Given the youngsters a bit more game time. And uh, again, seeing, seeing partnerships develop into hopefully... You know, if if we need people like El Mazzuni, if if we have, I don't know, an injury crisis at left back and have to put Bailey Clements in, we know that they're going to do a decent job. And I know it's different in front of six thousand than in front of a roaring twenty odd thousand on a Saturday. But you know, it goes to show that we've, you know, we've got a little bit of. I know we need more, but we've got a little bit of depth there that can, that can come in when we need it. But no, to to give you a very long answer to your question, no, I, I I, I'm not bothered. Whatsoever that we're we're out the cup, it's it's all on the league and it's all on on Saturday in the next game and and so on. So no, not not for me.
0: Okay, and um, I'm sure Liam, you're going to echo what Harvey said, but um, your your point on it, um, your thoughts on the cup, and you know a lot of clubs don't really care about it that much. Um, although I'm just going to bring up a result here: Morecambe beat Blackburn. So two-two draw against Morecambe. It's not a bad point. They are just beating Blackburn in the Cup. I'm sure Blackburn made a lot of changes. But um, yeah, your thoughts on, on the Cup in general. The FA Cup is, of course, the magic of the FA Cup. It's lost the magic a little bit in recent years, but it's still a competition I'm sure players around the country love to play. And of course, we're going to be in the first round again this year, so we could possibly play a non-league club if the likes of Town or whatever, they, if they can get as far as possible the first round, but probably not going to happen. But the League Cup, the Carabao Cup, the Carling Cup, all the other sponsors have had, um, we've never really had a good history of it. I know we got to the semi-finals back in 2011 when we played Arsenal, beat him in the first leg, then lost in the second leg. But, um, yeah, your, your thoughts on it?
3: Well, I mean, this pretty much sums it up for me. I was one of 21,000 who was at the game on Saturday and I didn't turn up on Tuesday. So, it <laughs> uh, might sound bad from a season ticket holder, but... Um, I, I I just I to be honest I just couldn't couldn't be bothered um I mean it might be easier if I was working in the office and not working from home I could have just jumped straight round the corner um as uh, I work right next door to Portman Road pretty much but um that pretty sums pretty much sums it up from from my point of view um I I mean the league cups a bit of a a weird competition for it's not just the likes of us but the championship clubs a lot of them play weak sides that they're, they're not that bothered about it and the premier league clubs do it exactly the same until it gets towards the crunch periods near the end of the competition when they're in it to win it and that's when you start seeing the first team and start coming in so it's a bit of a devalued competition overall really um But, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it could have been an opportunity for maybe Cook to play a first team and give it another game to gel. But then, of course, you don't want to risk players getting injured and so on, especially so early on in the development. Um, So he was never going to do that, and changes were always going to happen. But looking at the highlights, I mean, I haven't watch the game, but looking at the highlights, I mean, it looked like Town had a num- numerous chances, some absolute golden ones, including one that I've seen from Dobro, which was a bit of a shocker, um, that he somehow managed to hit straight at the keeper, um, and then the resulting uh, rebound got cleared off the line. It was Jackson actually who seems to be clinging on by a thread, um, but. <laughs> It wasn't a game where we... I've seen some some League Cup games where it's just... They've made loads of changes and it's just soulless. It's just a really appalling night and that's it. But it, by the sounds of it, a lot of people were very encouraged by the performance on Tuesday night, by a much-changed team that's what's going to be out on Saturday against Burton. So, in a way, I think people who are getting a little bit carried away um, and some idiots out there potentially already putting Cook under pressure. I mean, frankly, I mean, you've just got to look at Blackpool and Oxford United last season. Oxford United were nowhere near when we went to Oxford and had that falling nil-nil draw last season. And Oxford United came flying up and got into the playoff. And Blackpool, who we absolutely annihilated for what? the only game where we actually scored a number of goals uh, in the whole entire season. And they were nowhere when we beat them at, Bloom, uh, at Bloomfield Road. But we're we now... Um, uh, they got all the way up to third and got promoted via the playoffs and had the season just in a little bit longer. They probably would have snuck automatic. So it's, it's not... You can potentially give yourself a lot of work to do. But I think a draw at the weekend, an OK out cup, no one really I think gives too much bother about it because we're not going to win the competition. I like, I love the FA Cup. The FA Cup has always been something special and and with Town's unique history of actually being a cup winner then it would be nice to see Town actually treat the competition with a little bit more respect and try and go on the cup run. And for us fans, I mean, having a day out in the third round in in January at a big club or having a big club come down to Portman Road would be brilliant. And you could say the same thing about the League Cup, but at the end of the day, the League Cup doesn't matter to pretty much almost every team. So it's not a big big, uh, loss for me. Um, And I think the season even if it's going to be a bit slow to start with, as soon as they gel, if we end up being like Blackpool or Oxford from last season when it finally clicked, especially Blackpool, who did pretty much do exactly what we've done and produce a completely new team in the hot in that summer, then we will be coming back like a train and uh, watch out by the end of the season. So for those who are already panicking, just
0: Calm your Jets. And of course, um, Cut about a month ago, we were saying don't panic because we haven't made any signings and well <laughs> we'll go lead on to that in a second. But Ben, um, I was able to sort of meet you and get you involved in the podcast because we did the documentary on the Arsenal semi-final first leg. Um, people were laughing and saying you lost the second leg though, guys. But what a night that was against Arsenal in the in the semi-final first leg, winning one nil. Um, Cesar Fabricas calling us a rugby team. But um, what's your thoughts on on the League Cup and you know our, our history in it. In recent years, we we've lost like Exeter. We lost against them on penalties, um, which was not great. Because that was the relegation season. Uh, Paul Hurst's second game in charge, I think it was. But to round off the the league cup exit and to forget about that for another year. What's your thoughts on it?
4: Uh, it's the same as the rest of the guys. I, hate, I you know I'm not going to bring anything revolutionary in terms of an opinion here. I, I don't. You know it's a bit of a. If we win, everyone's delighted that you know we won a game of football under you know with new players, and we've got people to talk about goal scorers, goals to watch, rewards the loyal fans who went. People like Matt, um, but at the end of the day, it's not going to get us promoted being in the League Cup. It's not great timing in terms of where it is in the season, um, where you have to come in the first round, which obviously we do. We've got a game Saturday and then obviously next Tuesday, so we're never going to play players to gel. You know, this quickly to basically have four games in what 10 days. Um, so no, not really fast that, we've, that, that we're out. I don't understand any of the i I mean, the panic that I mean, it's absolute nonsense. We've had one league game, it's not even a conversation. If you if you if you've missed football that badly just to be negative, you shouldn't really bother. You should find another sport, find another hobby. Don't clog up my Twitter feed or anybody else's for that negativity. We've had a crap 18 months as a fan base, watching absolutely turgid football, dealing with COVID. If you can't come out and now enjoy football as a fan, then football's not for you. Football fanship is not for you. It is completely pointless chatting, absolute load of rubbish after one league game. If we lose the first 10, Ross, you can come back to me and I will rant and rave and be disappointed. But let's let's just leave that conversation there. League Cup, disappointing. Hope we get through in the FA Cup a little bit more, but um, I'm, I'm not I'm not bothered in the slightest.
0: Okay, then. Well, let's let's move on. I um, was going to get Bono's thoughts on there, but I'm sure you're going to echo what all the other lads said. But let's get into the sexy stuff, my friend. Four new signings through the door since we last recorded the Fan Social. Of course, the main pod and then many other pods have, have discussed the new signings. But Louis Barry, Sonia Lucio, Hayden Colson is finally through the door. And then... Uh, a man called Cole edwards which was very much out of the blue um wasn't linked wasn't reported on it just happened um and of course joining up with his good free uh, friend rakeen the dream harper but um out of those four four signings who are you liking the most and um yeah your thoughts on all of them
1: i can't say i can't say i like all of them can i um you know yeah, you doing, a li- doing a little bit of digging on um the man hayden coulson he um Apparently, he can play an attacking midfield as well. This yeah, is amazing. So I, I am positively salivating at the fact that we've got attacking options on both flanks um, in terms of from the back, because it's, it's a style of play that I absolutely love. L- Louis Barry, like I said earlier, it's, he, he looks absolutely brilliant. Um, who else we got? Uh, Carl Edwards. How t- have we signed him? I mean, there is, there is, there is a little, tiny, just a little, a little smidge, right, right in the back of me, hemoglobin or whatever it's called. But just thinking, please, please don't go bankrupt. Please, like you, know, you know, I don't know. I have had an actual nightmare where I've woken up thinking, shit, the Americans have pulled the plug, the money stopped, we're absolutely effed. But You know, it's, I I trust these guys. You've got hashtag trust the process. Um, But I don't, you know, I just want, I I think I tweeted today. I want to see Barry again. I want to see Barry from EastEnders singing because that means we're going to make two signings in in, in one day because we're going to do it anyway. Um, But I don't want the signings to stop. We we want to get to twenty, and then twenty-five, and then we can forget all of the thanks for your service, lads. But we can forget all the absolute people that have been with us on this journey down because we're we're going upwards. But whilst I'm excited, I am start. Not only did I say I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about the money. Obviously, we're going to sell thirty-eight million ed sheeran shirts i won't mention the number because we, we we haven't talked about that yet um but where are we going if cook can keep them all happy with playing time and stuff like that and managing their expectations as players this season is going to be wonderful and, and i what a time to be alive and i just i hope this ages well
0: definitely and um harvey um attackers 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 and more attackers um and hayden colson who is a left back can also play as a number 10 but harvey um four fantastic signs there louis barry formerly of barcelona um what's your main takeaways out of those four sidings and uh, yeah carl edwards is the one that just came out of nowhere
2: that really came out of nowhere didn't it when they teased that video um the club I honestly I I had absolutely no idea you know we were convinced it was going to be Jacobs and then they dropped this bombshell of of Kyle Edwards and I I was honestly I was shocked um he was he was one that that I that I would have loved but kind of thought we got no chance of getting him because you know he's he's always on trial with Bournemouth he had links with Celtic um you know, I, I know he'd, he'd hit a bit of a stumbling block at West West Brom in terms of progress, but he was really, really highly rated. Um, so I was absolutely delighted with that. I think he's going to be an absolute baller in this league. Like, seriously, I think he's going to be outstanding. Um, Barry is one I was chuffed with as well. Uh, you know, I know Barcelona are, are in a little bit of a mess at the moment, but they don't sign you unless you're half-decent. Um West, and then obviously he went back to back to Villa, who I think gave him a six-year deal at 18, 19, was it something like that? So it goes to show how highly they rate him. Um, Colson I think, fits exactly the kind of mould that uh, that Cook wants in a fullback. I can see why he he kind of didn't move on to another target Cook because he really is exactly what what he he likes. Um, you know, essentially plays as a, as a second left winger. Um, I think more, more more of the reason why Colson played in a number ten is because I don't think Neil Warnock likes left backs that are under six foot. <laughs> so um I think he was just trying to shoehorn him in somewhere. Um but yeah, I'm I'm chuffed with that. Uh and who was the other? God I've lost count now of of all these signings. Was there one more?
0: Sonny Oluccio, the Lucco,
2: how could I forget him? Um <laughs> Yeah, I can see why we've signed him. I can see why we've signed him. We've got we've got quite a young, um, we've got quite a young team, especially especially on the wings. So I can see a bit a bit of know-how, a bit of experience, not necessarily on the pitch every week. But he's a promotion winner. Um, he's certainly not going to play ninety minutes every week. There's no doubt about that, as we've seen on as we've seen on Tuesday. Um, but if if he can help people like you know Barry and, and Dobbs and people like that, my only concern with it is. You know, is is he gonna make a match day eighteen over over Dobre? Probably, if 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 Cook has got anything to do with it. Um, there's so much competition in those in those front um, in those front positions. Now we're gonna see occasions, I think, in in throughout the year where someone's gonna be playing one week in the starting eleven, and and they might not even be on the bench the next week because you've got so many options, you've got so much variety. So. Um, yeah, and, and there's more to come, of course, by the sounds of it, which is good. Uh, but I, I'm absolutely delighted. The one that stands out for me is is Carl Edwards because, like I said, I think he he's going to be a, a real, real good player, and I can I think you can see that they gave him a three-year, essentially a four-year deal because they've got the twelve-month option, which they usually take. So, yeah, delighted, delighted. I don't think we could really have asked for a better window. Um, I know we desperately need a centre back, and I'm sure that will come. And, it's only two midfielders for me, but in the main, a brilliant window. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be some ride when they all gel because I think there can be a few 4-5-0 games this season. I really, really do.
0: We hope so. We hope so. And, um, Liam, uh, 14 through the door now. Uh, all of them, I don't think no one's probably... maybe. Sonia Luca was more the most nice random one. We think he was once again he wasn't linked. Uh, 32 years of old age. Um, I think he went for seven million a few years ago. Um, of course, his sister famously is a footballer as well, or was a former footballer. Um, what's your thoughts on the the four new recruits? Uh, I'm sure you're going to echo what Matt and Harvey said, but um, your notes on these signings.
3: Um, well, I mean, if we start with Luca, I mean, I, I remember. Having lived in Scotland, I remember him playing for Aberdeen and Rangers, um, and playing in European football. Uh, I believe, if I remember rightly, he uh, scored a Tawdry against Bayern Munich. Um, but that was all the way back in, I think it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So, so we are. Was Louis talking... Barry alive? Was Louis Barry alive?
0: Yeah, he was probably alive, but uh, he was in nappies probably then.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so we we are we are talking. Uh, a long long time ago but just to echo what harvey said there he's experienced he's someone to have around the club and um, to nurture some of the the younger players and and at the same time give that i suppose promotional know-how um he probably won't play a lot um he'll be in for cup matches and and we'll be around if if we need uh, i think that's and I think he's happy to be brought in on that um basis. Um he's just a, a some a, an experienced head. Um Barry I think is a is a is a coup. I think he's really, really talented young lad. I, I saw him um on T V last year um playing for Villa against Liverpool when Villa had to basically field um a load of youngsters uh because of COVID uh wiped out the entire first team and um, was it him that scored i'm sure it was him who scored i think so um well, and he yeah. looks electric he looks absolutely electric so he's only going to be um only going to get better and with game time and and i think this level he'll he'll properly show how good he really is um i think coulson we need Defensive reinforcements, and as Harvey said, hopefully more will. And that, more will come through the door. Um, I'm not sure about 25 signings. <laughs> that might be a little bit, little bit far. But because um, uh, if we've brought 14 already in, that's another nine. I think uh, we're going to start looking at. They're having too big of a squad again, uh, but uh, we needed defensive reinforcements, and, and Coulson will be in the fullback area so um that's one area ticked off so now with the main area now is center halves um and just uh Kyle Edwards I mean that for me the biggest thing that I take from Kyle Edwards is one it's a coup but secondly it kind of um indirectly um lights a big fire down at Fratton Park after the uh Michael Jacobs uh Fiasco where that's uh, fallen through because we've uh, we've managed to get Edwards at the the twelfth hour and had to stop that uh, that transfer going through and uh, with uh, everything that Portsmouth seem to be uh, quite obsessed with us this summer um, I think that's going that, that's going to make uh, quite a tasty uh, tasty game um, well two games um, and unfortunately the first one's... A Tuesday, but I'm very tempted to maybe go down because I think the atmosphere for that is going to be uh, going to be uh, quite interesting. Um, but look, as Harvey said, we, we, we're still not complete yet. Uh, I, we still need an extra, at least one centre half, um, and probably one because Toto will come back and we'll have four centre halves. But I agree, we need two central midfielders, um, and if I was putting a name out there, then I would, I mean, I don't know how attainable it will be with all the financial mess they're in, but I would absolutely love Graham Shinney uh, in from Derby. Um, and as someone who has watched Scottish football and was a season ticket at Inverness when Graham Shinney was uh, coming through the ranks and uh, started as a, as a left back, he is a very, very impressive player. He, he's, he's gone on from that winning the Scottish Cup with with Cali, going on to Aberdeen, which was the next step up, which is still a reasonably big club in Scotland. And then he's just like a, a duck to water down, down in England. He, he's, he's fitted in so well in the Championship. So uh, if there can be a deal done there, then I would absolutely love Graham Shinney in, in that central midfield. But uh, I still think we need uh, at least two in that area. Um, going forward before the window shuts
0: mm, well said as always and uh ben to dot the i's cross the t's uh, to finish off this uh, sexy stuff chat um paul cook is going to have some headaches deciding who to play as harvey said um who you gonna you could leave out somebody you know who, someone may not even make the 18 um you know like I wonder Dobra has been fantastic in pre-season, but he may actually have Louis Barry on the bench instead of Dobra. He may miss out on the eighteen. Maybe he needs a loan. Maybe. But um, your thoughts on the four signings and the the signings in general? Fourteen very good signings indeed. And uh, are you wanting twenty-five? Just like Matt? <laughs> uh, maybe
4: Matt's getting a little bit excited, um, but that's that's fine. Be excited! It's it's uh, it, it is exciting. Um, twenty-five, yeah, maybe not twenty-five, but fourteen so far. Think like Liam and Harvey said, we need probably two, maybe three more. Um, yeah, another well, centre half and two centre mids. Um Coulson, very exciting left back. Um I saw a few, well, quite a few Middlesbrough fans were sad to see him go, even if it is on loan, they think he will be a, a huge asset in League One. Um apparently we're a good club from most of the comments that I saw. A good club, go and enjoy your time at Ips, which was most of the comments. So that was you know, nice to see. Seems like um, he'll be getting forward. He fits that cook sort of mould if there's what he wants from his full backs. Um, Edwards is I know sort of the standout uh, in terms of the experience he's had in the Premier League um, I think five appearances a couple of starts um, and if, you, if you've if got that on your CV that was only last season whether they got relegated or not it, you know to drop down to League One obviously Ashton and Cook have sold the project as fans that's absolutely amazing to see like it, we've come so far in three months it's ridiculous really um, to attract these names and still be looking for more and I, I don't normally like to get involved in the controversy, but pissing other Cubs off makes me laugh because usually we're at the raw end of stuff and we've been rubbish for so long. I'm I'm just just got to embrace it, haven't we? I think clubs have short memories when they say about us splashing the cash and and all this other nonsense. When you know we have we've let players go, we've got rid of wages, we've we've got feeds for players. Um oh, it's all good fun. It's all good fun. But the signings are all fantastic. i, I Luco I'm not too fussed about, but I can see why he's done it for a bit of experience. Interesting that the track record of our wingers, they're not actually prolific in front of goal at all. So we're obviously seeing them as as you know, they that's where our assists are coming from. We're looking at them for purely creative um wise um and looking at the likes of Piggett and Bon and Norwood for our goals. Um whether the wingers will chip in with four, five, six goals a season, we'll see. Um, But I think we're really looking for our strikers to um, hit the back of the net and um, rocket us up the table. Um, But yeah, Ross, really, really excited with everything. Mm -hmm. The boring ones are the centre-halves, but Edmondson looks like a class signing. And if we can get another hairy-ass defender, as uh, everyone keeps quoting, then uh, we'll be looking um, pretty solid, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, then. That's the sexy stuff out of the way. Let's bring the other sexy stuff that I know Harvey and Bono love, as well as Hutchie. Good old Andy Warren. I know a lot of other fans enjoy it as well. And, um, of course, it, it came out of nowhere on Friday. Uh, the, the signing of Lou Barry and Sonny luco then they just dropped it out of nowhere. Um, some people probably missed it. I actually missed it completely until um, I think me and Liam went for a, We started to go and swimming. Uh, and we came out and then I realized and saw Ed Sheeran. He's got number 17, but, um, oh, that is all I'm going to say about it. But, um, I'll let Matt and Harvey take the floor. Um, your thoughts on the numbers. Um, one of the standout for me is a lanky. He's not got number one. He's got 31. Um, but Bono, I'll let you take control and then Harvey chip in whenever you fancy as well. So you take the lead.
1: So, yeah. Um, hi, my name is Matt and I'm a squad number addict. Um, <clears throat> I, I love this. I, sorry, guys. I love this shit. I just think it's amazing. Um, and yeah, what, what else can I say? I love the fact that um, our new Czech goalie, I'm still researching how to properly pronounce his name. Is it Hatki? Is it I, I'm I'm making waves. But yeah, 31. Fantastic. There's a one there. He's a goalie and there's a one in there. So that's that's, that's 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 pretty cool. Um I don't like squad numbers being taken off people. So um our boy John Nolan, remember him, he's lost 11 which to be fair he should never have got because he's not a left winger. And um Caden Jackson got one, didn't he, but he's been he's been demoted from 9 to 19 19. Um so yeah, I just I love this thing. And you know what? The Ed Sheeran thing, marketing genius. That That's all it is, people. He's not going to play. He's not going to come on in the last minute of the... Um, I loved it when Paul <laughs> Cook called it the Johnson's, the Johnson's paint trophy. I loved it when he said that. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, It's just, it's people, the reason why we did it is because 200,000 people in Korea are going to buy that shirt, which means we can go and sign flipping matey boy from brazil on 20 grand grand a week that's why we've done it and and it's brilliant let's live with it let's celebrate the fact that ed sheeran is, is is part of this absolutely amazing journey um apart from that there's no other there's no other kind of big surprises is there i love 14 the fact that dobbs has got 14 you think of johan Cruyff or johan kralf is is just it's just brilliant. Twenty-three again is is a is a complete baller's number, but I won't steal Harvey's thunder. So over to you, Sweet Will's Prince. Yes, yeah,
2: so there's some interesting uh, interesting choices in there. I have to say, I, I wanted uh, Haladki as as number one. I think we all know my my views on on Thomas Holy, the the big Czech. Um, but for thirty-one he is Danasiew. Forty-four. That's another interesting one. Taking it off. Um, Goldilocks, Emmy Hughes, the Welsh, uh, the other Welsh prince. Um, I'm intrigued to see why why Bonn has taken 18. I heard Andy say on the pod the other day there's a there's a, an interesting reason behind that. So I'd like to hear hear why he's, he's gone down that route at some point. I like Piggott as number nine. Um, in all honesty, I thought Jackson would lose the number nine, but I thought that might have gone to might have gone to Macaulay Bonn and Piggott, You see when players go for Random numbers like thirty nine, like he's had his whole career that he usually takes it around with him. But obviously, he's has gone for that that number nine shirt, which I think cements his place going forward. Probably as, as, as Paul Cook's kind of number one man at front. Um, Penny's three it in, intrigued me as well. Uh, didn't necessarily see him as as a as that kind of nailed on for that for that shirt. Um, and yes, I know I need a life, but life, Matt says. <laughs> I love this shit as well. I love this shit so much that I've been googling other people's squad numbers. That's how much of a life I need. So yeah, this is <laughs> this is um this is my my kinda of, my kind of time of year. I, I for some reason I love it. Um, I like Harper as number four as well. I'm not against the centre mid as number four. A certain um Esther, Flynn Esther, Downs is an is East Swansea number four I saw today, which is which is interesting. So um of course, all that matters is what they do on the pitch. They can wear number one hundred and fifty, and as long as they, as long as they score goals, that's all I care about. In in reality, but um, yeah, I do like a, I do like a squad number. I always have been a squad number geek. Um, I'm just glad that there are no outfield players with the number thirteen because I know you've got your Michael Balax, but I just that doesn't do it for me. It really, really doesn't. So that is priority, and the fact that. Holson wasn't given number two because if that was the case then all hell would have broke loose so um yeah I've had my I've had my little squad number uh squad number rant so I'm I'm happy now I've been waiting for that for so
0: long <laughs> well then, well well Matt Harvey thank you very much for taking the floor for the squad numbers um I'm going to quickly just ask you who is uh Flynn, who's got Flynn Downs's number now because that is our next segue into of course Flynn Downs to part in the club finally um are you, oh okay we've got, they've got to put their thinking caps on uh, Matt is currently yeah he's he's browsing browsing um, but I am going to go over to Ben to get uh, his thoughts on Downs departing uh, finally the championship side Swansea City uh, reunited with Matt Gill uh, of course Matt Gill who was at MK Dorns I think for less than a month and then went to um, and joined Russell Martin at Swansea but Matt what is who's got Flynn Downs' number?
1: Um, it's the shortest professional footballer <laughs> in the Northern Hemisphere and um, Connor Charlie Chaplin. There we go. All four foot nine of the boy. Come on, my son. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, Ben, um, as Harvey said,
0: he's the new number four at Swansea City. Uh, What's your feelings on Flynn Downs? He's fine left. Last year, it was, um, when will he go? He stayed and he was put in the bomb squad by Paul Cook this summer. Played for the under 23s at Champsford, I think, or somewhere random. I think Needham Market or somewhere random. He played for the 23s, but... Um, your thoughts on that? He's, he's gone and uh, the, the, the crown jewel, the final of the crown jewel is gone.
4: Yeah, it's been um, inevitable really, hasn't it? I think probably even since the Palace transfer request saga of last summer, um, I think realistically we knew he'd be going at some point. It didn't happen last summer. Obviously got that injury that ruined his season pretty much. I don't think he ever really got full fit, full, fully fit again. Um, he's a player that I think most fans would have loved to stay if his attitude was right, his head was in the right place the, you know, certainly the club is in the right place now but that horse has, has obviously bolted, he was he was on his way out from <clears throat> from probably when Cook first had that first chat with him last season um, yeah. It was sort of probably put on the table, um, then from Downs and his advisors um, I think he's probably been advised quite badly as a young player, um, just sort of the way that he's forced his, himself out, the way that he went through it last year but we're never going to know the full story as fans. It, it's disappointing when someone's been, I mean, he's been with us since he was seven years old, I think. Um, I know he's an Essex boy. I think he's a West Ham fan. But he's obviously got, you know, Ipswich, somewhere in his heart because, you know, he's been with the club for so long. But um, and, and we would, you know, he's the sort of player that we would have um, we would have kept. You know, he's a, he's a good little player. Um, I think it can sometimes go under the radar how good he is on the ball. He's sort of seen as a bit of a combative midfielder and yes, he, he does like a tackle and he sometimes got sent off a bit sillily or picked pick, picked up some silly um, yellow cards even. Um, but he's certainly an excellent footballer. I think he'll fit in very well to Swansea and the, and the way they'll want to play football. They'll continue their sort of footballing ethos under um, ex-scummer uh, Russell Martin, the way MK Dons played. Um, MK Dons obviously wanted to uh get Martin in as soon as possible because they, they had the same um, footballing ideas, footballing ethos. And um, I know he said in the press that MK Dons were looking at downs, but they're out, you know, he was out of their budget. Yeah, no shit. Um, so, yeah, Swansea <laughs> could afford him. Uh, probably the biggest thing i take away is Ashton, again, done work wonders getting that fee. I know we don't know the exact amount, but it's <laughs> I think – Stuart and Andy were talking about or certainly reported that we might not get even 500,000 for him at one point and then suddenly it's popped up we might be up to 1.5 million which is extraordinary so for somebody who wanted out where his contract was going to be running down I know not this season but next um, it's a good deal for us it's a good deal for Flynn good for both parties move on with our revolution.
0: Indeed and um, Liam as Ben said he's been in the club since uh, the age of seven uh, 15 years associated with club what how will he re- be remembered by town fans? You know, it's a shame how it ended with him, but I know fans will wish him well at Swansea. I'm sure he will um, be fantastic for Swansea. I'm sure they're going to be fighting for promotion this year um, in the championship. Um, how would you remember Flynn Downs leaving the club? You know, he was going to hopefully be one day a footed town captain, but it is what it is. And um, yeah, we wish him well.
3: I think I think most fans will see it as the one that got away. Really, um, he's obviously got many qualities he's he's a, he's a very good footballer and i mean crystal palace wouldn't have been um interested in him last summer um had he not had that quality i think it's been a bit disappointing um the two seasons that town have been in league one um for him personally i don't think he's performed Anywhere near to the heights we were all saying that he would absolutely rip the division up and he never really did I think the sec- I think last season without the fans I think um I think part of it was was injury I think made it hard for him bit stop start Um, remember him uh, coming on against uh, MK Dons and then immediately or well not immediately but um, didn't finish the game. Uh, was off injured and we didn't see him for um, a couple of months, I think it was, uh, and then got him back later on. But he just never—he wasn't the player that we expected from him. And, and as Ben said, uh, as soon as his head was turned last last summer, I think um, I think it's always been—it was always going to be a hard sell to to keep him at the club um, and. I mean, it, it, the the best thing that could have happened to us was the takeover because I think you'll find that had uh, the uh, the previous regime been negotiating his transfer, they wouldn't have got anywhere near uh, to what we've managed to get for him. Um, I've I, I've I mean I've heard that it is about one point five, but it could be up to two million with add-ons. Um, so for that for a player who probably didn't show as much as we all hoped he would, I think is a massive coup. And in some ways uh, we've all been absolutely loving the business that we've done so far, but in some ways, um, this this transfer out might just be the best transfer we've done in the entire window to get that much for a player um, who should be worth that amount but clearly hasn't performed at that level to be uh, getting that sort of especially the last season um I think it I think it's a fantastic fantastic deal um and it had to be done because clearly even though cook did make a few few little mentions about some of the players who were dropped to the under 23s about there may be a way back, but I need to see it. I don't think Downs was ever, ever in that in that position. I don't think he was ever really seriously ever going to get back into the first team under uh, on, on the Paul Cook. Um, and frankly, we've said this: we don't want players who aren't going to be happy, who are going to make the, especially from the previous regime. um that town have had. We've got rid of a lot of players and we're in a new era. We don't want players who are still hanging around from that era but we can't get rid of who are making making things a little bit um making issues potentially behind the scenes of being unhappy. So to get to get look, we would love him to have stayed. We would have loved him to have done the captain's armband, been out at, out on the field and, and leading town towards promotion. But he didn't want to do that and for for town to to get a really good deal for him is great and for him to get a move up to the championship which at the moment i think is his level um until hopefully he can regain it and potentially maybe force another chance at the premier league uh, i think it's a beneficial deal uh, a really good deal for for both parties um and we just wish him wishing well going forward
0: Definitely, and uh, that's the perfect way to end it then. Let's talk about this weekend. Away days are back. Um, Or if you live in Burton and you're a town fan, then it's home game for you. But uh, Burton, (laughs) this weekend, uh, Burton started their League One campaign with a win. They beat uh, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury 1-0. The monogronary Walters um, Meadow Stadium, whatever they call it, Uh, they won (laughs) 1-0. Uh, But then they also lost in the Carabao Cup. They lost 4-2 on penalties against Oxford. Um, So Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank uh, has all eyes on League One. Uh, Of course, he's been a revolution at that club. Of course, Burton, we were fearing that they could be seeing relegation. But um, they had a fantastic end to League One last year and they've uh, made some really good signings. I've been impressed by Burton's recruitment. Um, not as good as Town, of course, but for a, a size, a club like Burton, they've done all right. Um, I want to skip you quickly, Bono, because I want to go over to Harvey because he's going to be at the game. But I will come back to you. Don't worry, Matt. I will come back to you. But Harvey, you're going to Burton on Saturday. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. I know your daddy's probably looking forward to it as well. Good old Terry. Um, how? What's your feelings going into that? A match day on Saturday, you're going to wake up no, you're going to travel to Burton. I don't know how far is that from from where you live.
2: Uh, it's about two hours. hours-ish, just over two hours, so it's not. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, yeah, I'm just honestly. i I've saying to the lads before we before we started. I've I've never been so buzzing for a game. I know that sounds silly because it's Burton away, but you know this last eighteen months or so, not not being able to go to any grounds, not no fans, nothing like that. It's just going to be amazing to, to have a bit of normality again. Um, of course, I want us to win, but my main takeaway regardless of the result that day is just going to be being back in stadiums again and, and, you know, shouting abuse at referees and calling opposition fans wankers and whatever it is. It's just going to be brilliant and I can't wait. To give you a bit of context, I've, I've written down the last Ipswich team that i watched, so this is 18 months ago, Blackpool away and I'll just quickly run it through. So mm-hmm. we lost 2-1, last minute winner. I think it was Joe, uh, Joe Nuttall, I don't think he plays with Blackpool anymore. But the team we had out that day, so the last Ipswich game I watched, were Holy and goal uh, less said about him the better. Um, we had at right back, yes, right back, Luke Wolfenden. We had Chambers and Josh Earl, who I didn't actually mind to be fair, Uh in, in the uh, centre-back partnership, we had Luke Garbett left-back. We had Downs in the scoops in midfield. On the right of midfield, we had Teddy Bishop. On the left of midfield, we had Freddie Sears. Playing as a number 10 that day was M. A. Hughes. And up front, on his own, was Will Keane. So that team feels like forever ago. So going to a game this weekend with a brand-new team is going to be bizarre. Um so, yeah, I'm I'm buzzing for it. It's going to be a tough game because Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank is a manager I really like. He did a great job at, at Burton last time out. Um, he had a spell out of management, didn't he? Because he I think he went to Northampton, if I'm right. I might be wrong on that. Um, didn't have a great spell there. But he seems to be back doing, doing a, a great job. And like you said, Ross, they've they brought in some really good players. Um, I don't know whether... Atkins played on the weekend, but he's a player I really, really like. He's been mentioned on the pod before. Um, he's a danger man for them. So it's going to be a tough game, but it's, it's, it's a game that if we want to get out of this league, I mean, we want to be winning them all, but if we want to get out of this league, we need to be beating teams like Burnham. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, Scotty Fraser playing against his old side. Hopefully he won't be shifted out to the left. Now we've got options. Hopefully he'll be playing as a number 10 or as a centre forward. Um, but, yeah, I just I just cannot wait. I'll be there, my Ipsu scarf. I'll be singing, you know, whatever Ipsu songs down the motorway. I'll, I'll just I'll just be in my element, Ross. I really will. I'll have no voice by the end of the game. And, yeah, bring it on because I'm I'm buzzing, as you can probably tell. Um, my prediction, quickly. My head says 1-1. One, one, my heart says 2-0. No. I'm going to let my heart rule. I'm going to go 2-0 no, town get the first win under the belt and, and kick on from
0: there love it love it 2-0 clean sheet I'm sure Scott Fraser will score against his former side and Harvey I cannot wait to see you on Saturday I'm looking it's forward to it my friend
2: it's been, it's been far too long yet without a shadow of
0: a doubt well there you go enjoy and um, over to you there Matt uh, Harvey's gone for a 2-0 win uh, wash your prediction and uh Cole Edwards could possibly make his debut. A few other players, Hayden Colson at left back. What do you reckon,
1: Paul? is going to do with the side? Um, we're going to stick with the old four-two-three-one. One thing I noticed the other night was how narrow the wide players of the of the the three behind the man at the top were. Very very narrow. But that's because the fullbacks bomb on. But yeah, uh, Ipswich three: um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks, Burton Albion one so it's going to be it's going to be an absolute banger kyle edwards debut goal um i think he's going to adorn himself if that's the right word um to the um to the faithful very very early on we'll we'll see we'll see harper and evans just continuing i mean they're a dream partnership numbers four and eight like central midfielders should be um they don't they don't pass the ball sideways like like our center midfielders have done before they ping things they put their laces through it and they kick it properly like proper professional footballers should do um but there you go bono tangent yet again um it's going to be absolutely banging i am so jealous i wish i bought a ticket instead i volunteered to work so i will be um, refreshing twitter and i want lots of photos from all of you photos videos fan reaction before and after the game um so yeah come on you blues
0: indeed bring it on and um, Harvey I don't know if you've been to the Pirelli Stadium before but I do love it it's a nice little setup up there it's always been a nice day weather wise I've just jinxed it I'm so sorry Harvey we're going to get wet but is, I, think I've looked
2: it? It, I think it should be it should be quite nice I'm sure i looked at it before on the way home from work uh, I'm sure I was uh, I was asking my uh, Google thing in the car what the weather was like in Burton. I'm sure it was it said it was decent so fingers crossed but to be honest it, it could be absolutely pissing down my rain and i'll and i'll still be buzzing so nothing can dampen my excitement ross
0: definitely i'm gonna be wearing shorts as ever so you know there we go my leg's gonna be out just for you shorts Um, and
2: squashies what a combination
0: yes my friend it's gonna happen I'll, i'll give you one i'll feed you one um but move on before we get to uh you know what uh liam Uh, What's your thoughts then um, on this game? Burton, our record against Burton is very 50-50. Although they're always tight games. We're beating them 2-1, 1-0 when we first entered League One. Luke Garbutt got the goal, um, the 1-0 winning um, at the Pirelli Stadium. But what are you thinking going into this one?
3: Uh, Well, I think it'll be tight. Um, It's quite, uh, I mean, I'm a little bit gutted I didn't. Go for a ticket, but I was waiting to see if I was playing cricket this Saturday or not, and I am. So, um, last game to play, so I'll I'll take the miss of Burton, um, but I will go to quite a few other away games hopefully. Uh, but it's quite a tight. Sta- I've never been, but it does seem like it's quite a tight stadium, quite tight to the pitch, um, and and not a not a massive pitch. So. It is going to probably be a game that's going to be slightly harder to break. It's harder to break down teams if they're going to be compact. Um, and we saw that last season with Town when we couldn't score. <laughs> um, and and Burton didn't look too much better either. But they they really went like a train at the back end of last season um and have started off this season well and I mean look, losing on penalties to Oxford who were in the playoffs last year, I don't think many people will kind of raise their eyebrows much at that um so they've made a decent start to the season so they will be dangerous I I I, I am going to be still be positive though. I'm still in positive mode um so I'm going to say uh two. 2-1 to town. I think Burton will score because I doubt we will have a change in the defence all Saturday unless Edmonton, um has had a full week of training and is ready. Um, so I, I still see that we may may concede one, but I think that we will get the two goals to win the game. And just just for Harvey, I was at that Blackpool game uh, <laughs> 18 months ago. I think it was Nondrele who scored the winner from the header, but my take was Freddie Sears missing the one-on-one two seconds earlier, but could have won the game. So, um yeah, um, painful memories in the and a, way. And another
2: aerial Thomas-Holy error, that's all I'll say.
3: Yes, I remember it, I, and also remember driving Ross back to my nan's and uh, the M6 almost being flooded. It was absolutely yeah. chucking it down yeah. when we came out. After As that if that game. day
2: couldn't Let get
3: it. any better. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be on the seaside, nice and sunny. Uh, we uh. just lost, and it absolutely pissed it down.
2: <laughs> yeah, standard.
0: You're on mute, Ross. I just realised I'm on mute. Oh, I said some a great a great line there, but I can't use it again because it loses its impact. But um, I just said, get ready for those away days. Because in all weathers, we're going to be enjoying town away with fans you, packed in that way, and cannot wait. And uh, Ben, to finish off the pods, uh, what are you thinking going into this game? Uh, Paul Cook's first away game um, with fans in the ground as well. So he'll be seeing that away end 4 We'll be seeing a lot of away ends. Uh, town filling up all across League One. Um, I'm sure they're going to be in full voice. And uh, fans who can't go to home games because they live so far. No Dazza. I know John Watson's going to be at the game. The crew all coming together. It's going to be great. Unfortunately, you guys are not going to be there. But uh, me and Harvey, part of this podcast, will be there. But um, Ben, prediction and uh, how are you
4: feeling? Uh, Looking forward to the game, as always. Um, Well, I say as always with this new team, I look forward to it. Um, A great ground to go to. Went there for the um, Garbutt 1-0 game. Fantastic little ground. um, Some good pubs around. And uh, Ipswich fans created a great atmosphere that day. So I'm sure they'll do the same again on Saturday. Um, It's brilliant to be behind the ground in the terraces, sorry, behind the goal in the terraces, but also we get that area of seating to the side as well. So we really hit um, the players with um, sort of that whole corner and and then behind one goal is all Ipswich. So when we can roar them on, I think we'll roar them on to victory. Got to be positive right now. I think the way that our defence is lining up, I'm going to go for 3-2 and I'm going (laughs) to say, I'm going to do a little uh, headline, Piggott's to bring home the bacon. Um I think he'll bag I think he'll bag a brace. Um but that's my uh, I'm only gonna use that once um all season. I promise I won't use it again. But that's um that's a little headline. Hopefully that'll come to fruition uh Saturday, five o'clock, three two Ipswich. Can't wait to see um what we can bring. Attacking intent. Um yes, I'm sure Burton will uh will um yeah, maybe they'll sit in, but they're the home side that should fit. I think it'll suit us. I think we'll pick up a lot of points away from home this year. I'm um, really looking forward to um, hearing all the stories from the KOA army. Um, delighted for people like Harvey, they can go to the game again. It's um hundred percent good news story.
0: Definitely. And um, I'm going to copyright now that for you then, Ben, that headline. <laughs> um, and you, you, you only can use that. That can be possibly the title of the next pod next week. If we do get the free 2 win. Um, and of course we do play Cheltenham on Tuesday night. Um, of course we'll, we'll cover it on the main pod on Monday. Um, but that's another big game against Cheltenham, newly promoted side. You know, we drew against Morecambe, Cheltenham. I'm sure they're going to be looking forward to seeing Itrich Town at, at Cheltenham Stadium. I don't know their ground name. I should know this. I should got my Wadden facts right. Road. Yeah? Wadden Road. Wadden yeah. Road. That's a bit boring, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's enough of that. Um, It's been a great pod. Uh, Matt, Bono, it's been a pleasure. Harvey, cannot wait to see you on Saturday. If you are listening to this on a Saturday morning, um, Kings of Anglia Army, if you enjoy your trip. Uh, Liam, thanks so much for joining us ever. And Ben, always bringing the suaveness of his speech. It's a pleasure to have you all. Um, make sure to stay tuned for all the Kings of Anglia content over the weekend and also stay tuned for more fan social podcasts through the season. Uh, if you want to get involved, get in contact at RossMeUK on Twitter. It'd be great to get you more involved. Let your voice heard on all things going on at town. I'm rambling as I always do on this outro. But um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Kings of Anglia on all the socials. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Who's your favourite of the fan social posse? Um, I don't know if you want to do that or not. It's up to you. But uh, there we go. I've been Ross and I look forward to speaking to you very soon. So bye for now. From
3: true crime to football,
4: Brexit to football. for more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com
3: slash channel slash Archon.